Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I have with me Adrian Swanson. And Adrian Swanson is a gold leader with Tastefully Simple. She started her career for fun and is now in the top two in the nation. She has a blast getting families back to the dinner table, but loves helping people change their mindset so that they can be successful and have the life that they have always dreamed of. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I am excited to have you here. So I want to share with everybody too, because it wasn't in your bio, but we're going to dig right in. You also have a podcast, which is why you also sound amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everybody about your podcast. Well, I mean, that kind of became part of my journey as well. When I was working on, you know, growing and I needed to work with my mindset, of course, you know, it's all there. I found a life coach and her and I just really got along and she helped me so much and we wanted to grow and be able to help women more. And so we decided to start a podcast, like just kind of on a whim. And it's been amazing to watch how many people listen. And just like with you, you're changing people's lives just by them hearing something they can relate to. And that's really what Jesse and I wanted to do was just be able to help women get out of their own way and have that dream life that they want. So it's been really exciting. We've only been, we've been doing it for about six months now. So it's just been super exciting and fun to watch it grow. I love it. And it's called, if I remember correctly, Mind Shit to Millions, right? That's right, girl. You got to get your shit out of the way to grow your millions. <laughs> I love it. And and I'm going to let everybody know there's an episode where, where Adrian and Jesse interviewed me. So highly recommend you go check out her podcast. Go check out the episode that I'm on because we had a really fun conversation. I I love talking to you guys and I would 100% come back, by the way. (laughs) Well, good. We'll keep that in mind. And we did. We've talked to a lot of people about your game journaling and that has been such a game changer for a lot of people. So we appreciate your knowledge and what you brought to the table as well. So good. Good. Well, so let's dig into your journey. How did you get into network marketing, direct sales, whatever industry you specifically call yours, because we a lot of us use those those terms interchangeably, but yes. they're technically not. And some people exactly. get offended by one or the other. <laughs> no. You know, you won't offend yeah. me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not I'm worried easy about going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about that. How did you get started with Tastefully Simple? Where did that journey begin? So I had my son and I was at home. And basically, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I have a husband and now a kid who needs to be fed. And I really hate cooking. So (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do. And I had at the time, it was Homemade Gourmet is who I actually started with. Mm 
And I decided that like I started and then I was like, Hey, I only need to make about X amount of dollars, which I figured at the time it was probably like, Oh, three or $400 every couple of weeks in order to make up the difference of what I would pay for daycare and traveling back and forth to a job and clothing and all the stuff that you need to be a businesswoman. And I was like, maybe I could do that. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I did barely anything, just so you know. So all you people out there that have never done, you know, are working your business and decided not to do anything for a while, it's okay. It's allowed. <laughs> that was my journey. And they finally offered an Alaskan cruise. And I was like, I've always wanted to do that. Maybe I'll work a little harder. So, so for the first three years, I think I just did the bare minimum and got dinner on the table for my family, which was my main purpose. And then the trip was announced and I decided I'd work a little harder. And crazy enough, I earned that trip. And we were supposed to go in September of 2011. And right before that, in June of 2011, Homemade Gourmet closed their doors. <gasps> yeah. <sighs> So if you want to talk about ultimate disappointment, it's when you work your butt off for a trip and you think you just lost it because you lost your job and your company and possibly the trip. Well, Tastefully Simple came along and Jill, who is amazing, the owner of Tastefully Simple, she honored the trip if we came over. And because my mindset was not right, I probably wouldn't have come over otherwise because I was very upset and hurt and the loss of the job and everything. But I wanted that trip. And then I got over there and I was like, this company's even better. Like, it's not just a little mix in a baggie. There's like pretty boxes and... (laughs) Yeah, and I can still get dinner on the table and all those things. So it ended up being like a crazy journey of emotion, but it all worked out because that's that has been my life theme. It always goes the way it's supposed to. So I know that I'm going to get where I'm supposed to be somehow, even if it's not the path I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yes, I'm a big believer in that. And and my audience knows they've they've been listening to me long enough now that, you know, everything happens for a reason, whether or not we know that reason is a whole other thing. So so you've been doing this now for 13 years. And, you know, as I mentioned in your intro, you've hit top two in the nation. How did you go from being just like 90, 95% of us who at some point in another or another in our business where we're doing practically nothing or just the bare minimum so that we can stay active to being in the top two? How, where did that transition happen? How long did it take? Let's start with how did the transition happen for you? You know, it's so interesting that you asked that because I sort of wonder too, right? Like, how do you go? I remember sitting in the audience at my first Tastefully Simple conference and being like, I want to be on stage, but there's no way. I mean, my mindset was that way. I was, you know, I'm just being real because I'm sure you have listeners who feel the same way. Like it can never happen, right? Mm-hmm. That was me. And I have a picture from that conference. I'll share it with you, Jenny, in case you want to show them. I have terrible bangs. I'm a hot mess. And I just remember being like this, like, I'll never do that, but how cool for them, right? And as time went on, I just had so much fun. I did, I I realized now with like my mindset work that I was very fortunate that I never put tons of pressure on myself. It was like, Mm -hmm. if I wanted to earn the trip. So once I got to go to Alaska, I can tell you, if you earn your incentive trip, you'll never not want to go. So that was what happened to me was I went to Alaska and I went, 
I never want to miss a trip with my company because you get to take your spouse and have like a just a trip with your spouse. But then there's all these fun people that you can hang out with. But if you don't want to and you just want it to be the two of you, you can. So it's like the best of the traveling world of like you have people and they're fun and they're forward focused, but you can just be there with your husband too. Like I just had such, such a blast. So for me, I kind of always was going for the trip, but I never like, I just had fun with it. Mm. And slowly, like you get on the stage for a promotion or you get on the stage because you earn the trip. And I realized that all of that, if you break it down by month, I knew what I had to do monthly. And that's what I focused on. I didn't focus on the big picture because when you start our fiscal year starts July 1st. If you were to look at what you have to do in a year, it's overwhelming and daunting in order to get that trip. But when you break it down by month, it was doable. And I knew it was doable. Yeah, And that also helped me to be able to stay home with the kids and make the money I needed. So it was just all of it worked perfectly for my goals of doing direct sales. Yeah. No, I would... I would say yes, 100%. Take whatever it is that you're trying to earn, break it down. And now I... So you're saying break it down by month. I say break it down until the number isn't scary anymore. Good point. Right? Because (laughs) for some people, what you're like, oh, yeah, do it for a month. It's only 4,000 in sales or what? I don't know what your number is, right? But I'm just saying it's only $4,000. I can totally do that in a month. And other people are like, oh my God, I can't even do 4,000 in a year, right? Like whatever it may be in order to get that, right? And and totally true. I mean, break it down where you need to, but also recognize the only person who says it's impossible is you. Mm-hmm. So I did, like you said, the slow where I was not even 400 a quarter, like barely hanging on to then it became 400 a month to then it grew to a thousand a month. And as it grows, it's, it's amazing because now like a thousand a month, like you said to me, I don't even question it. I know that it's going to happen. And when you know, it always happens. So all I want to tell you guys is no, you can do any number, no matter how big it sounds, you just have to know you can do it. And that's it. That's like the main hardest part. And so some people, it's the brain wants evidence, right? That you can do it. And you don't have that evidence right now. Like when I was sitting at barely 400 a quarter, I had no evidence that I could be number two in the nation, right? So there was no way that my brain could process that. But I had to realize on my journey that it's not about the evidence. The only thing that stops me is me. Yes. Oh, see, I'm writing down right now because, you know, obviously those who are listening right now cannot see that my head all of a sudden, like you're looking at the top of my head because I'm like scribbling scribbling (laughs) furiously. So the title of this is either going to be No, You Can Do It or The Only One Who Can Stop You Is You. It's going to be one of those two. They're both (laughs) written down. So because I definitely agree. It's it really does start with that that whatever is going on in your head, right? We are we are the ones who create our reality. So I don't know if you've ever been through NLP training, neuro-linguistic program training, or if you're at all familiar with NLP. But what you just talked about is is one of the like main tenets of NLP. Oh, if, okay. Right. So one of the main tenets is is if any if someone can do it, anyone can do it, right? All things are learnable skills, everything. So if 
Adrian can hit $1,000 a month every single month in, in commissionable sales. Anybody can do it. Yes. Right. And if you went back and talked to 2011 Adrian, she would tell you that you couldn't, but I promise you. And that's all it is, is right. Like nothing. When you sit in that audience and you look at people, there is no difference between you and them. And that's what we like. To, our brain likes to lie to us and say, well, she knows a bunch of people. She dresses right. She looks right. She, whatever we want to tell, whatever story we want to tell ourselves, that's what we tell ourselves to keep us from being afraid or mm-hmm. thinking we can. And all it takes is to realize that like anybody, like, like Jenny just said, anybody can do it. Yeah. And you're anybody. All you have to do is stop looking at your past numbers because that's just history. That's just something. That's just what you had time to do or what effort you put in before. That can change at any minute, at any minute. Like it doesn't need to be. I always felt like it had to be, you know, some people say, well, it takes about four years or it takes about 100 team members or take whatever. That is all just their story. That doesn't have to be your story. You could do it with 10 team members, right? Like, or mm-hmm. whatever, like if it's sales-based. I mean, you know what I'm right. saying. Everybody's yeah. structures are different. But what I'm saying is you don't have to look at history to create your story. Your story gets to be your story and you can make it however you want by just realizing the only reason you have that story is that's what you're telling yourself. Like, I just think it's so funny that you can write your own story when you recognize that's what you're doing. Your brain is just telling you the same thing over and over and over again. And you believe it. So you can change what you're telling yourself over and over and over again. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So how did you start making that shift for yourself then? Because now everyone's going, yeah, that's really easy for you to say because you're already up there. Number two in the nation, Miss Adrian. <laughs> but obviously you said, you know, 2011, Adrian would have been like, yeah, right. <laughs> how did you how did you make that switch and, and start begin telling yourself a different story? You know, for me, like looking back on it, because again, I didn't have any of this mindset knowledge or recognizing like, that I could tell myself my own story. Like, I don't think I knew any of that then. Like I just slowly, like I said, I got that trip and I wanted to keep getting the trip. And as I did, I just did a little bit more, right? Like I just decided to work on sponsoring a little bit more. I wanted level two trip. I wanted, we have four levels of our trip and I wanted the next level, right? Like, so I kind of, you know, kept just laddering. And really that's what I found works best is laddering. So if you're sitting there, like I can't do 400 a quarter, then maybe you say I can do 400 a month and just start there. Or I can do a thousand a quarter. I, whatever, like, again, like Jenny said, whatever number you don't go, yeah, (laughs) whatever number your brain doesn't go, you can't do that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. What, whatever number doesn't make you like, like absolutely tear up and be like terrified. Like there's no way I can do it. Right. Because there comes a point where you go, I can do that. So it could be like you said, you know, a thousand dollars, you started with doing 400 a month. Right. Right. Which for some people that, that even that number might be terrifying. Well, there's 400 a month. There's four weeks in a month. You go, okay, a hundred dollars a week. Can I do a hundred dollars a week? Well, maybe, I don't know. Let's see. 
$100 a week. If not, then you go, okay, I'm going to work six days of the week for my business. Take 100 divided by six. That's going to be whatever number. I, I can't math that quickly. So, <laughs> but we know it's going to be less than 25, right? So can you sell $15 a day? Right. For six days out of the week, can you go sell one thing a day, depending on your product, right? Right. You just keep chunking it down. And if you have to, if that number comes down to being $5 a day or whatever, can you go sell that much to hit your goal, whatever that may be? And then each day you just, ramp, you know, each month you maybe ramp it up a little or something, right? Yes. So, oh, I love that. And and the biggest the biggest thing I'm going to throw out there and I only recognize this from our podcast in the last 2 weeks. Okay, so we've been asking people about their goals and laddering and you know, throwing out the smart goals. You don't need it to be attainable because your brain's going to tell you it's not attainable. So like you need to be uncomfortable and a little sick maybe. Like it might mm-hmm. make you feel a little yuck and that's okay because you have to get through that uncomfort to recognize it's totally doable. But the thing I noticed is when we would question our listeners about a date, that's when radio silence happens. And what I really want you guys to understand is the date is the most important. You can put it in pencil, but your brain does not start creating what it is you want when you don't have a date because someday... You just keep pushing it off, people. I promise you're Mm -hmm. just going to keep saying, oh, yeah, someday, someday, someday could be a year from now. Someday could be 60 years from now. So someday doesn't work, people. We need a date. So even if you, again, are completely uncomfortable with saying, I'm going to do 400 a month starting February 2022, then I say go forward four months and put that date down. But put a date down because what you're going to notice is all of a sudden you start hitting it faster because your brain can wrap its mind around it and it knows where it's going and it knows what it's doing. Mm-hmm. But we all love to be afraid to write that date down. It's crazy. Like the more I watch it, that is the hiccup. They don't want to put a date. It scares yes. them. Yeah, absolutely. Because for me, having coached in this industry for so long now, my experience with my clients when it comes to that particular thing is there's a couple of things that come up in the past when I set a goal and I'm, and I'm saying this as if I were somebody who were setting this date, right? In the past, when I set a goal with a date and I didn't hit it, I got so depressed and I like shut down and just couldn't handle not having hit it. I, I, you know, I disappointed myself. So for people who are in that camp, because you've probably had some times where you set a goal with a deadline and didn't quite hit it or just miss it by a little or whatever it may be. How did you handle the disappointment factor? How did you view the whole thing when you experienced that yourself? Well, the fun thing is you are allowed to be disappointed and you're allowed to be sad. So don't try to hide it. Don't try to push it away. Like, let yourself be sad for a minute. That's all right. Like, hey, we, we get disappointed. That I mean, you wouldn't know happiness, right? If you didn't know disappointment. So, you know, feel the disappointment for a minute, but then take out a piece of paper and write down all the things that you did do because you had that goal in date. Right. Like, so that's kind of how I do it. And I've always been very full of gratitude. So I know that that's part of it. But like, 
honestly, if you wouldn't have put that date down, you'd still be saying someday. So the fact that I earned level two and not level three, because I had that date and I knew what I wanted, but I fell short. Instead of beating myself up, I was like, dude, I earned level two, like full on, like my husband's coming and I earned it all. Because if I would have sat with level one and said, someday I'll earn level three, I probably wouldn't have even earned level two. So like in my mind, and if it's smaller, if you're just doing the, you know, you're working on the 400 a month, then say like I did 300. So I made X amount of dollars, whereas before I was only doing a hundred a month. So I made X amount of dollars, like be grateful for the growth because really what you're doing is you're training your brain to be happy for growth. Mm-hmm. And when you train your brain to be happy for growth, guess what happens? You grow <laughs> more and more and more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, my my own coach, and I'm sure she got it from somewhere else because she's she's wonderful at quoting lots of different people and places. Um, <laughs> but she has said, you know, a, a goal without a deadline is just a dream. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and so anytime I'm working with a client on a goal, like what's what's the deadline, you know, and again, like you said, we pencil it in. Right. It Right. You know, if you have to put if you can. Right. Like, obviously, if it's your company incentive trip, you can't push that deadline further out. Well, you can. You can just set it for the next year. Like, I mean, there's always another year. So you can. But yes, I know what you mean. Some are harder dates than others. You know, like a hardcore dead date. Yes, there there really are some things that, that you can't push off. But if it's your own personal goal, like you said, the selling the 400 a month and you only hit 300, well, then you can you know, you can say, okay, next month I'm going to do it. Cause now I know what it takes to get to 300, you know, and okay. So I just need to do 25% more to hit the 400. So whatever I did to get to 300, I can, I can up that just a little bit. Right. And so I think that is a, a, a great way to, to move through that. And so you call you and your coach call that laddering. Yeah. We call it like laddering your thoughts, like slowly. So I'm going to give a quick example. Like when I started working with my life coach, I, my husband and I had always said, someday we're going to have a place in Florida, like someday. Mm -hmm. So literally this was like, again, a dream, right? It's a dream because I've got no date on paper. I've got nothing happening. And she was the one that challenged me and was like, when? And so I was like, man, in the next two years. Well, let me tell you that next two years, shortened to one year, shortened to six months. And we had a condo within six months of me putting the date on paper because my brain understood like, and my husband's brain understood and we had something we were working for. So this is personal as well as business. Like no matter how, like to me, that dream, even two years made me sick. I was like, there's no way. I mean, there's just no way. Like this is a big purchase. This is, and all of a sudden things started happening that I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Okay. We could do that. Okay. We got this. We looked about the loan. Like some people have this dream and they don't even know what it's going to cost. They don't even know where they're going to stay. Like go figure out where you're going to stay, figure out what it's going to cost because then your brain starts going, wait a minute. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. I see what we're doing here. And I literally went from two years of me feeling like, that, that there's no way it can happen in two years, but I'm just going to write it down to like six months later, we have been enjoying this amazing condo on the beach. And I am never been happier because I let my brain turn it from a dream to a goal, to a check done. Right. Nice. 
That's so awesome. I love that because, you know, it's one of those things, you know, of course, that's like, that's like the extreme version of it. Right. But it's definitely doable because I think, you know, what was interesting for me was the very first, you know, to go back to the incentive trip thing, right. The very first incentive trip I earned, I wasn't even trying to earn it. I was going for the promotion. Oh, and it just happened. Right. And in going for the promotion, when I went back and did the math, I went, I'm only like two parties from earning not just one, but my second trip. Wow. Nice. Right. The one for my my spouse at the time. And I was like, alrighty, that like, holy crap. I did I was just going for the promotion. Like that didn't even occur to me. Like that in earning one, I might get the other. So right. sometimes in setting that one goal, you end up achieving multiple goals right. because of that. So I I want I want the listener to really you know, start thinking about how can I not just ladder my thoughts, but how can I ladder my goals? Which of these goals build on each other, right? So if I go for the promotion, will that help me earn the trip? Or if I earn the trip, will that help me earn the promotion? Like vice versa, because it could be in reverse for each of them. So dream big. I mean, like there, you're again, you're the only one that says that because you're doing 400 a quarter right now, you can't have that trip. I've seen people earn it in three months. It's crazy. And what they do is crazy. And even still, listen, I'm saying it's crazy because to me, that is like, I can't even imagine doing that. But to them, they were doing it and it was not even a question. So even even Mm -hmm. people who are up there still think things are impossible that other people have proven are completely possible. So get like literally it's you stepping out of your own way and deciding what you really want and just commit to wanting it and be okay that you might not get it, but Mm -hmm. know you're going to be way further than you would have been if you didn't. And that's what I try to get through to people is it's not the disappointment. You have to look at all the amazing things that came out of you setting that goal. Yeah. Because there are going to be things that you did that you did not, you sitting there right now think is impossible, but because you set this big goal, all of a sudden you're going to be like, Oh, 400 a quarter, easy peasy, 400 a month, easy peasy. Like it changes. I was not that way. I thought 400 a quarter was impossible, right? Like, and now I don't even bat an eye. I'm going to do 3000 a month, period. Done. It's always going to happen. You couldn't have told me that then and me believe it. There's no way I wouldn't have. Right. So I need you guys to understand everything's possible. You just have to believe it, write it down, think about it break it down, whatever you have to do to Mm -hmm. understand and put a date on it. And, and I think too, to, to bring it back to the conversation that you and I had on your podcast, the game journal can really be a great tool Mm -hmm. to help you begin to shift that thinking, that belief in yourself, right? Because when you start each and every day with gratitude, because game G A M E gratitude affirmations, manifestation, exclamation, right? So the gratitude is what are you thankful for? Affirmation. What is it about yourself that you're going to affirm and let everybody like let yourself, your brain know how awesome you are at, you know, selling, recruiting, how wonderful of a mother you are, what, you know, great teacher, 
whatever it is that you want to affirm about yourself or make true about yourself and improve your own self-belief. The manifestation is what do you want to bring into your life? And that could be the trip. That can be the amount of sales. That can be the size of your team, the recruiting, the sponsoring, whatever you want to bring into your life. Put it out there over and over and, and over put it again. Like I loved how you said, put it like it's already happened. Yes. I earned the trip. I promoted three team members. Whatever it is, make it, write it like it's already happened. Jenny taught me that. And it is, there is power in that. There is a lot of power in that. Yes. Because when I first started writing my goal, it was very like, oh, I don't know. And now I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, I did. And even if I haven't done it yet, like I'm building the, oh yeah, my brain sees it. I see it. It's happening. So yeah. do that in the, in the, you know, the already happened version. Yes. Yes. Because when I think back to the, the, the trip that I earned the fastest was my trip to Paris because, and I think I told the story on your podcast. If I didn't, I can retell it now. You know, I put Paris on my vision board that year with the very first vision board that I ever created. Cause up until that year, I thought vision boards were like a bunch of woo woo BS. Oh, I'm with you sister. I was the same right. way. <laughs> I was like, yeah, if I put something on a poster board, it's going to magically happen. Blah, morons, whatever. Like seriously, layout. that was me. Okay. We are uh, so similar. I love it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. Okay. Oprah, whatever. Right. <laughs> and then my, my upline was having a vision board workshop. So we, I went to her house, like the first week of January, we made our vision board and I can look back at the picture of us making that vision board. And I can look at my face and I was like, I can see in my face the, oh my God, I can't believe I'm freaking here like this. <laughs> mm, right. But what I did was I printed out a picture of the Eiffel Tower, like eight and a half by 11 size picture of the Eiffel Tower. And it's, it took up a full quarter of my vision board. That's how bad I wanted Paris. And I was like, fine, if I'm going to, if I'm going to put it out there, I'm going to freaking put it out there. So that's January in July at our company conference, they announced the trip was to Paris. And in that moment, boom, I knew I had it. Yeah. I knew I had it. Like there was not a freaking doubt in my mind that I was going you to were Paris. Going no matter what you were going to figure it out. Yep. 100%. I was like, come hell or high water, I will sell my firstborn child to go to Paris. Not really, but everything up to, but not including selling my, like, I knew I was going to get there. Right. That's and the knowing. I mean, and that's really all it takes on any of these goals people have is like, you have to just know and know that you're going to endure all the crap to make it happen. Yep. Like you knew it didn't matter. If everybody left your team and you didn't get a sale, you were going to find a way to, grow a new team to make sale and you, yep. there was no doubt in your head, no matter what was thrown at you, you were going to bob and weave and make that happen. And that's what you have to do when you're setting these goals of 400 a month, a thousand a month, a trip, you have to know that you will take anything to make that happen. You yep. will be creative. I've had to do it. There are months I looked at, I have one week left in the month and I'm like, I'm nowhere close. I got to do something. And I just start calling about parties or throw out, you know, some fun little thing or something. I, you, but I know I'll never be under 3000 now. So if I'm under there, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start throwing stuff out and see what happens. Like, cause I know I'm going to get there. And every time I get there, because I know it now, you just need to know. Here's what's really fun. 
you want to know how you make it so that you're not getting 3000 at the end of the month and freaking out the last part of the month. Oh, I don't do that normally. I'm just saying I know. it's happened. <laughs> I know. I know. But whatever your goal may be, like for, for the person who's listening right now, for that direct sales mom who's listening right now in this moment, how do I make it so that I'm not freaking out the last week of the month? Because how many people on your Facebook feed are getting inundated with yeah. all of these like, hey, guys, it's the last week of the month. I'm this close to my quota. I'm this close to earning the trip. I'm this close to earning the promotion. I'm this close to earning the car. I'm did da, 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 right? That last week of the month. When you set your deadline to be before that, move That's your smart, deadline yeah. up, people. So if your personal goal is I want to hit a thousand by the end of the month, instead you go, I'm going to hit a thousand by the 20th of the month. That's a good idea. Yep. And then you're just, you've got plenty of buffer time. And then all the work you did to hit a thousand by the 20th of the month, some of it will come to fruition on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. Mm -hmm. And you're going to either, if you didn't hit the thousand, you'll hit it by the end of the month without freaking out that last week, or you'll hit the thousand and now you're going to exceed your goal by a hundred, 200, 500, whatever, because all those people that you reached out to that maybe didn't get back to you in time, all of a sudden are placing a hundred dollar order with you. Mm hmm right on For the sure. 25th of the month or whatever. Right. So it's move your deadline up, you know, when and, you get come do that dividing, like that's what I do too. I know like by this date, I want to have this and by this date, I want to have this because like, like you said, 3000 in a month, that sounds like a lot, but when yeah. you break it down, I can follow and make sure I'm tracking, you know, yep. towards it. So exactly. for sure, that's awesome. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because that's one of the things I made sure that I did, you know, because my my company, when I was with them, the end of the week was Wednesday. So all parties, all orders that got put in by midnight at Wednesday, I then got paid on Friday. Well, I also knew that that was when they started order fulfillment. And so if I wanted my hostesses to get their stuff and not have to wait, we, uh, my, me personally, I told all my hostesses, we have to close by Tuesday. Because everybody else closes on Wednesday. That's smart. And you'll yeah. get your stuff faster. And then I was av available as the leader. I wasn't freaking out trying to close my parties on Wednesday. I could help my team members who were having trouble closing out stuff on Wednesday. I right. could jump in and, and make phone calls on their behalf to hostesses or, you know, do whatever needed to be done, call the company for them so that they could work on whatever, right? I always moved my deadline up a little bit so that I was free to be there for my team. And so I was like, my hostesses are getting their stuff early. The first year I did that, that I earned it without like kind of coming down to the wire. I was like, I'm never not doing this again because it was so nice to just be like, eh, it's the end of June and it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> like, yeah. like you said, I'll help my other people who are freaking out a little bit, but I'm good. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's just little things like that, that when you begin to add them in, but it, it all starts with the belief, the, the knowing and the story you tell yourself um, moving forward. So I, I absolutely love that, Adrian. Thank you and, so much for sharing. Oh, it. of course. And just make sure you don't focus on the how, because sometimes people want to figure it all out. Life doesn't plan. 
That's not a plan. Like just knowing is what you need because random things can come. You can meet somebody random out of nowhere. Like you might have your heart set that this girl is going to be the person that helps you or this guy or whatever, but there could be some beautiful angel you haven't even met yet. So just know it's going to happen and Mm -hmm. let all the other things like make the phone calls, do the things because you don't know what's going to show up. So just know you can do it because I know you guys can. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to throw something out there that has been a wonderful addition to my time when I'm doing my game journaling, which is I listen to a song, the same song every time. And it's a song called Receive. And it's and I don't even know how the artist says her name because I've never actually heard anything about this artist. I just heard the song. The artist is Fia or Fia, F-I-A. Okay. The song is called Receive. Check it out. Yes. And it's, it's all, it's all about activating and being open to receiving and what you need to do and believe. And it's just like, just thinking about it now gives me goosebumps. I love listening to this song. It's, it's a part of my process now. So I will make sure that I include in the show notes, the YouTube link for people to go listen to it. And then whatever music thing you do, Spotify, Amazon, whatever, I don't care, wherever you are, go add it to your playlist and listen to it very regularly because it is a great song to get you get you into that mindset and just listen to it over and over again. Not in a row, but every single day as you do your game journaling. And but this is a new addition to my game journaling since I talked to oh, you I last love it. is That's to awesome. start doing I can't that. wait to hear it. So, so oh, you'll love it. So we'll put that in the show notes as well for everybody. So, Adrian, for people who want to reach out to you because they go, oh, my gosh, I love this idea of how she's done this or they want to listen to your podcast or they just want to connect with you to, to watch what you're doing, see what you're doing. How would you like my listeners to connect with you? I mean, they can send me a personal friend request on Facebook. Adrian Niles Swanson is my name on Facebook. We also have Mind Shit to Millions. It's a public group. So you can hop in there and that's where all of our podcasts are. So, and then, you know, if you're interested in getting your family to the dinner table, then definitely write me. I have a private VIP group where I post cooking tips and fun videos and all that stuff to try to help people get dinner on the table. So I would love to help you too. So you can just reach out and I'll put you in that group as well. That's Awesome. So many different ways. So we'll make sure we've got your specific personal link to your Facebook page in the show notes as well. So for my regular listeners, you guys know how to find the show notes. If this is your very first time listening to an episode, if you want to connect with Adrian, just click on the episode as long as you're not driving and (laughs) scroll up and make sure you click on that Facebook link that will take you and go make that friend request and just send her a quick message saying that you heard her here on the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. Podcast. So, Adrian, thank you for sharing this wonderful way of thinking about how to earn your goals. I love it. I so appreciate this because I know that there are a lot of listeners right now who are trying to figure out how to reach the goals that they just set for themselves in January of 2022. So, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. And again, everybody just know we know, Jenny and I know you can do it. So, you just got to know you can do it and you'll get there and share with Jenny on her you know, on her page and stuff about what, what you're going for and let us celebrate you because it is so awesome when you can believe and it's happening and we know the excitement and we want to celebrate with you. Absolutely. And you guys can connect with me in the mind shit to millions group. I'm in there too, participating because 
you know, just because I'm a coach does not mean that I have the perfect mindset and that I couldn't use reminders from time to time and stuff. I love what's happening in that group. So I highly recommend people jump in there and, and, get active in there for sure. So thank you again, Adrian. I so appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. And now badass crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the badass direct sales mastery podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the Dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.